This is Adventist World Radio Ghana, Voice of Hope. Hello, our cherished friend out there. Welcome once again to your program, The Heart of the Church. And we thank God we can have this opportunity to come and study His Word. My name is Emmanuel Lai, and I'm here with our friends Gloria Osaibafo and Franco Pokuboyen. Thank you so much for coming to be with us for this study. We'll be looking at an interesting aspect of Scripture for this week, and it's dealing with difficult passages of the scripture it's interesting because we face some of them sometimes and we don't know where to turn to relevantly some of them are also there they're a bit difficult we'll see how we can overcome them today as we go through the study so as we take a delve into the study quickly we want to read the scripture text our sister will take it for us from second peter chapter 3 verse 15 and 16 let's hear the word of god and consider that the long suffering of our lord is salvation as also our beloved brother Paul, according to the wisdom given to him, has written to you, as also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to understand, which untaught and unstable people twist to their own destruction, as they do also the rest of the scriptures. Amen. Amen. So indeed, readily we can see a few things may be difficult to understand, especially in Paul's writings the rest of scripture as we go along uh, look at the possible reasons why sometimes we go through this this uh, difficult to understand uh, text not the text themselves but the reasoning that we use to go to or approach some of these texts is what makes us all understand so I'll ask Frank to give us an insight into that yeah we are going to look at how to deal with difficult passages or tests in the scripture but it is all in relation to our ability to understand and interpret the scripture in as much as we are students in various academic disciplines the same way that we struggle to understand and that's the same way we struggle to at least cope with certain things it is the same way we also struggle with the scripture sometimes and not entirely the scripture, but sometimes we come across some passages, some texts that become very difficult for us to understand. But if you read, if you observe in the key text for the week, those passages or texts which are difficult, it is our duty to find the right interpretation for them. Because if you do not, they are likely to affect us. And so sometimes we can have difficulties because of our preconceived ideas. Our own preconceived ideas may set as a, a stumbling block for us to get the right interpretation of the scripture. So in dealing with that, we have to think about our preconceived ideas before we will be able to deal with difficult passages. You know, that in a way brings us one of the topics we did. Our how we look at values, norms, even cultures. These things make us see some things in the Bible as uh, a total no-go area or it's wrong. But I think it's just our preconceived mind, as you are saying. And I don't know what you want to add to that uh, with 
a preconception to scripture. And they've been the presuppositions that we came across. It's the the, the title cap- captures it very well. Possible reasons for apparent contradictions, because to the ordinary mind and whoever would want to subvert the truth uh, would really base on such apparent discrepancies and then condemn everything. But we say that they are apparent contradictions because until you go through the steps that we'll be discovering this week, then you would know the truth that is hidden in there. Else to you, you just sit back and then condemn everything that they are contradictions. But they might seem to contradict each other or errors or it poses a bit of difficulty for you to understand. But you can't actually call that a contradiction in the scripture. And all that we are doing now, we are only going to try to hazard guesses as to the possible reasons for these supposed or apparent contradictions. But we are not saying in essence that there are contradictions in the Bible. Uh, So maybe we should look at it this way. Uh, Frank, why is it so important that we approach the Bible when we do with a spirit of humility and submission? Spirit of humility and submission is very important remember in some of our previous studies we said that it takes humility in order to understand the word of God so if you are not humble enough to accept open your mind to follow what the scripture is saying you might not get the understanding and you may think that there is a contradiction whatsoever but if you are humble you are ever ready to accept whatever the scripture directs you. But if you are not, you won't be able to accept. And that can create some of these things for us. Our wonderful friend, we're looking at some of the possible reasons that we could have to maybe see some apparent contradictions and errors in the scripture. This week, as we have said, we'll be looking at a number of topics uh, we will be going on tomorrow to look at to deal with um, difficult or difficulties honestly and carefully. We also want to look at dealing with difficulties that is in all humility, humbly dealing with them, looking at uh, determination and patience of the person who wants to read and understand scripture or understand truth, and we look at dealing with difficulties scripturally and prayerfully. Lastly, we'll come with our uh, summaries as we always do on Friday to see what we have learned so far. I'm so glad you joined us and I'm so happy you came into the studios. Thank you so much for assisting us. My name is Emmanuel Lai and I've been here with Gloria Osai Bafo and Franco Pokubwahin. And our listener out there, thank you so much for listening. Stay blessed. And welcome to Family Blaze. Family Blaze is a family program that looks at what the family needs to do, what marriage is, and how we need to start it. We believe that if the family does well, the whole society stands to benefit. And that is why God created Adam and Eve and put them in the Garden of Eden and gave them that instruction that they should make sure that they do not separate but do things in common. Last week, we had a discussion. In our last session, we said that God had this purpose for us. But sin entered 
and then has taken away or truncated God's purpose for the family. And today we want to know what that effect has been. What is it that has affected the family so much that we are unable to keep to God's promise or purpose and that we are not enjoying those uh, benefits. We are not increasing. We are not being fruitful. We do not have that dominion over God's uh, other creatures. With me to do justice to this topic, as in the breakdown or the disintegration of the extended family system, to my immediate left is Pastor Charles Achenfordia. Pastor, you are welcome. It's my pleasure. Pastor is the district pastor for Asokori East of SDA Church in this uh, in the Asante region. Next to Pastor Chanfodua is Madame Margaret Edutrimwa Auntie. I usually call her Auntie Maggie. Ma, you are welcome. Thank you. She is with the Kwadasu SDA Church in Kumasi. Yes. And at the far end is Pastor Professor E.B. Amponsa. He is the rector of Valley View University in the Asante Ring, that is Kumasi Campus. Prof, once again, you are welcome. Thank you. Great. So, like I said, we're going to look at the breakdown of the extended family, what uh, the family is unable to do. We want to know the causes and if there are any solutions, if they can profess any solutions to that. Uh, if, if we could go back to what God said. But we'll first of all ask uh, Pastor Dria to give us a prayer. Shall we pray? Our most gracious and everlasting Father, we are very grateful unto you this day for the wonderful things you have been doing for us, for the gift of life you have given us. May your name be praised. Amen. As we begin today's section, we ask that you come and take absolute control. In Jesus' name have you prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. So once again, I welcome all of you. Great. So like I said in my long intro, the last session we spoke about God's purpose for the family and you helped us to understand, know why God created man. And one of the things you mentioned was that God wanted Adam and Eve uh, to be together. And I remember Prof saying that there shouldn't be any form of secrecy because when God created them, they were naked, but they were not bothered about that. And that tells you what the intention of God, the mind of God. Auntie Baggy, last week you were saying that uh, the family, we've not been responsive enough to our responsibilities. Everybody looks at what the individual wants. So I will let you go into that. But first of all, I'll go to Prof for him to help us understand. In our last session, you explained, you helped us to know the types of fam families. You gave us a family based on uh, blood ties and then the others. Uh -huh. So you even gave us the characteristics or features of what the family is. Today, we want to take two or maybe one by blood ties, and even that one, uh, break it down further into nuclear and then the extended. So, Prof, if you can help us understand these two family systems, maybe the nuclear, what the what it is about, and then the extended, then we can. In simple terms, the 
extended family includes distant relatives. Okay. So we're talking about um, grandparents, oh. even grand-grandparents, mm-hmm. if they are alive. Yes. Then the parents, the children, nephews, aunts, nieces, and um, everybody who has any blood tie with you from the maternal side and the paternal side, all of them. Uh, that's the extended family. That's the extended. Extended. Okay. The family. And that is biblical. All right. Um, that is how come um, Abraham could send somebody to go um, uh, marry a, a, a wife for, son, uh, for, for, for Isaac, Isaac. Okay. from his own family. Okay. That was far away. And then that was not the only one. During the time of Isaac to a similar thing happened. Yeah. Jacob had to marry from his uncle's home and all that. Okay. So, uh, Lot was part of Abraham. Okay. Good, you see it now. Yeah. It was it's his nephew, and he was staying with him and all that. So, it appears that the things we are seeing today are the ones that are in the Bible, but it's rather the other way around. So, um, for extended family, everybody that you have the black ties with is part of the family. But the nuclear is very limited. Okay. Just the parents and the children. Just that. Just that. It's as simple as that. Okay. So even if um, they are lucky to live longer, mm. the parents are lucky to live longer and begin to have grandchildren, they begin to uh, go out of the family, the nuclear family, yes. because the focus is on, on just the parents and the children. So now if you have become a grandparent, uh, automatically you <laughs> you are going out and it's not helping anybody yeah. um today went especially in the west um, people refuse to take pay, uh, care of their own parents because they have got married mm-hmm. and all that one of my former students moved from ghana to the u.s mm-hmm. and when he got his first pay during the first two weeks he went to the atm machine and his friend who is not a Ghanaian. A U.S. citizen asked him, what are you doing? Said, I'm sending money to my father back at home. He said, are you mad? Are you crazy? How can you be sending money to your, to your dad? So to him, it's, so, it's strange. And, you know, so um, what we have in the Bible and what we practice as Ghanaians, Africans, is mm. the best. I see. So it's biblical yes, very, very, very. to take care of your, let's say, extended uh, family members. Yes. Oh, I see. I see. So what has contributed to this? No, even before I get that, Pastor made mention of some things, but I want to know the roles that each member supposed to play, uh, play in terms of the socialization and upbringing and whatnot. I think if we, for example, if you take parent, yeah, the parent, yes, in the, maybe if whether it's the nuclear family or the extended family, they play almost the same yeah. roles. So if uh, the father, mm. for instance is still acting in the image and likeness of God, Mm. will be responsible, will be loving, Mm -hmm. will be principled, and will be reflecting the same things to the children. And they will be learning them as principles Mm. to continue that uh, perfect order. Mm -hmm. Uh But if you look at society now, you can see many 
uh, parents are ignoring their duties and it affects the young ones and in the end affects society. Okay. Mothers, as Pastor was stressing last week from Ephesians 5 mm -hmm. about how submissive the woman should be and loving the man mm -hmm. should also be. If we see what is going on around us now, mm -hmm. most men are not doing that. Okay. And most women are not doing that. Yeah. And that is the cause of the disintegration of society and the plan of God. Mm. And Pastor was referring to Isaac marrying Jacob, marrying from the family. And if now we are not acknowledging in-laws mm -hmm. and uncles mm -hmm. and cousins, how can the family... <laughs> be loving, can be happy, can be peaceful. And if we are not getting those qualities or principles in the small units, how are we going to get them in the larger units of the society? So, if we don't go back to the Bible principles, the original plan of God for the family life, we can never be happy as human beings. Okay, so to add to what yes, mom said, yeah. um, there are basic roles that we are supposed to perform yeah, as right. parents. Mm -hmm. And we have the food. It's supposed to be in the house. Mm -hmm. We have clothing. We have shelter. These three basic things you are supposed to provide. So if you're a parent and you are not doing that, it means you are not a parent. Okay. You are taking responsibility. Yes, that is it. And there are some others that we are also supposed to mm. perform. Like you are providing them with religion what mm -hmm. at all should they know about god mm -hmm. what should i do what should i teach them you also teach them about you have to go into education yeah some parents they will just give birth and then the child will be moving around they will not even care <laughs> i quite remember i went to a certain woman i saw the child playing outside i asked um your child why is he at home now he said oh he doesn't want to school that was all mm -hmm. The child doesn't want to school. And the parent, and the parent the was, has relaxed. Has relaxed. It's no. negligence of, ah, uh, negligence respons of responsibility. Yes. So I asked her that, is it money? I don't have, even though I don't have. Yes. But if it is money, mm. we, are, we will all see to it that you send a child back to school. Mm -hmm. So I discussed and she said, I need some books and uh, some other stuff. And I said, madam, but you still eat. You still, you still go to market and you do all those things yeah. you so you have to take care of your child but, pastor you see that is the responsibility and what prof was alluding to yeah. that yeah so if the parent the nuclear family yeah. had failed in their duty what uh is it not okay right for the extended members maybe an uncle or a grandpa to step in to provide that support for this child they are supposed to do that yes that is why pastor said Lot, yeah. he went with Abraham. Mm -hmm. He was taking care of him. Mm. So it means that you can take care of your niece or your 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 um your your nephew or somebody else. Mm. You can take care of even somebody outside. You can go and bring that person in. Yeah. How much more your your own blood mm. tie? You have to bring that person in and then you take care of. But now everything is now degrading. Yeah. We don't look at that. He said, "And um, why are you sending money back to your 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 mother or your father down there?" 
people are thinking it, you have to take care of only your wife, only your child. It's not that that one is not good. It's not even godly. What is accounting for this? What are the reasons for this, as it were, inward-looking thing that we are not taking care of our extended family members? Okay, Prof. Um, there's a word I've been trying to get the English equivalent, but I've not been getting. Yes. If we say. Suyantra. Suyantra. Okay. Suyantra. I don't know um, if anybody can help me. Okay. Let us flow. But we, <laughs> maybe, maybe we say um, over imitation. Yeah, over copying yeah. something. So the influence of Western yes. culture. Yes. When when I schooled in Nigeria. Great. And uh, in Nigeria, when a student wants to ask a question in class, you put up the left hand like this. So I thought that was their culture. Until one day, I said it somewhere, and somebody who also knows Nigeria very well, before I went, they told me it was not so. Okay. Just as we do in Ghana, every Nigerian those days will put up the right That's hand. Yeah. But because they are copying from elsewhere, now everybody is using the left hand. Okay. You see. So um, we think that everything African is bad. And that is that is very bad. Personally, I'm worried about the failure of our predecessors in drawing a line between Christianity and the white culture. Okay. So whatever culture that they brought to us, it has become part of our religion. And there are a lot of things that we are doing today as Christians that are not even biblical. Really? A lot. I see. Including marriage. Okay. A lot of ugly things are in there. And uh, it's creating a lot of problems for us. It's not helping us. Mm. So, Suyantra has been the bane. I like that. You see? Yes. And uh, another thing is that people think that in today's world, if you don't leave home, you are not successful. Why should I continue to uh, to live with my, with my parents? parents. Yes. Even when after I'm married. married. Another thing is the kind of problems that some of our, our family members give to our own spouses when we live together. Um, if I'm living with my parents and they are going to give trouble to my wife or my wife is going to give trouble to them, then I'll find a way of going and to stay alone. And that um, will, at the end of the day, help me establish my own nuclear family. Um, if you need anything, I'll bring it to you. And all, I, I get my peace and all that. So that is also another thing. Okay. But it has a lot of negative things. Maybe we'll come to that later on. Uh, that the breakdown of the extended family system uh, is uh, as, as contributed to our lives. It's very, very bad. bad. Okay. So uh, it's unfortunate. Uh, I have interest in this uh, at this point. Uh, but uh, the, the, the time available cannot help us do justice to that. So maybe, Auntie Maggie, I'll let you take a bite of this and then we come back next week to delve deeper into it. Yes. So we're looking at this, the causes of the failure of the extended family. Why we are not being responsible. You know, the family is bound by principles. Okay. And as we are establishing the principles are divine ones, mm. like love, sympathy, care, mm. whatever. Mm. 
So if these principles are adopted by the family members as habits, I will naturally be fine to my father-in-law or my mother-in-law or to my husband's niece or whatever. But because we have left these divine principles behind and want to go our own way, that is why society is suffering. Okay. Uh-huh. There is no sympathy. Mm. There is no love. There is no care. Wow. Uh-huh. Me and my family alone. Mm. And as Pastor said, if we continue in that Suyatra Suyatra business, we are going to be in a ditch. We are going to be in a ditch. Pastor, maybe quickly... Uh, yeah, so what I, yeah, what I want to <laughs> add up to what um, they've all said is yeah. that um, we have to be very careful, even as Christians. Mm. We will proclaim to the world that we love one another. But when you go back home, home. your mother, mm. you are sloggers with your mother. Your wife, you don't, you don't talk to your wife. Mm. But you, you, you say that I, you, you know Christ. It means that you don't know him. So the problem is that there is a breakdown of extended family. Yeah. I care for my own. I care for myself. I care for my case. Only my case and my wife. This thing is killing us. So we have to go back to what God started. Okay. To what Adam, Eve, and the rest started. And things will be well. And things will be well. We will certainly have to go back to what Adam and Eve started in the Garden of Eden. So folks, this is where we end today's session. We are grateful. We will come your way next week to continue from where we left off. God be with you. We would like to hear from you. So call us on the number plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine. You can also email us at the address Adventist World Radio GH at gmail dot com. Adventist World Radio GH at gmail dot com. You can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. For AWR Ghana, I am Bell. May God bless you. Oh, oh, oh.